Hello everyone and welcome to our daily manna. Shall we all bow down our heads and pray? Our most gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that we can feast on your goodness, on your faithfulness, and even on your word. Thank you, Father God, for this bright new day that you have given us. Thank you for restoring our strength. And I pray, Father, that as we delve into your word, study it, I pray that you will speak to us in a very personal way and allow your Holy Spirit, dear God, to transform our lives. We ask, dear God, that you will forgive us for the iniquities and unrighteousness in our hearts. Forgive us, Father, and cleanse us so that we may be worthy to come before the holy and living God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Growing up, I really feared my dad because I was really afraid of what he can do to us as a consequence of our actions. Back then, every time I commit mistakes and, and receive the consequences of my actions, I would perceive that my dad is someone who is furious and really very, very strict. You know, dads uh, before, they would really discipline us. They are nakakatakot. As a young child, I do not understand why he would do um, he would discipline us that way whenever we commit mistakes or whenever we disobey them, them or with him. But as I got older, I get to understand little by little why my dad would do that. Why my dad would discipline us. And that was because he doesn't want us to grow up to be bad citizens. He wants us to grow up with good characters in order for us to be different from other kids of our age who are unruly or undisciplined. Now, after escaping through the Red Sea, the Israelites traveled through the desert where the Lord manifested His power by providing water and turning the bitter water into sweet one. Then, He also provided, um, when they were in Elim, He provided the 12 springs and 70 palm trees. Then, while in the desert, the people complained again. And God showed His power by raining down bread and manna, or manna, and bringing evening quail for meat for these Israelites. The Lord has been manifesting His power. The Lord has been showing to them that He is the one true God. There were series of manifestations of God's power like water from a rock and defeating the Amalekites while Moses' hands were held up with the aid of Aaron and Hor. Then the Israelites arrived at Sinai. Here, Moses was told to consecrate the people for two days for the Lord will come down on Mount Sinai on the third day in the sight of all the people, which means for the people to see the Lord, for the people to see His manifest presence. This was in chapter 19. Now, when that day came, there were thunder and lightning flashes and a thick cloud upon the mountain and a very loud trumpet sound so that all the people who were in the camp trembled. Imagine that. Then Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet God and they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now, 
Mount Sinai was all in smoke because the Lord was there. The Lord descended upon it in fire and its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace and the whole mountain quaked violently. Now, when the sound of the trumpet grew louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him with a thunder. Imagine that. Who would not fear with those kind of terrifying phenomena? Thunder, lightning, um, smoke surrounding the mountain. It's, it's really terrifying. When the Lord called Moses up in the mountain, he told Moses to warn the people that they should not force their way up to see the Lord if they are not fully consecrated. Otherwise, they will die. Even the priests, they cannot go up if they, they uh, did not consecrate or wash themselves fully. Which goes to show that God does not tolerate any impurity in His presence because of His holiness. Now, let's go to chapter 20. This is where we will get our meditation. This is part of the conversation of Moses up there in the mountain. After giving the warning, God gave the Ten Commandments. Then Moses came down. The author of the book of Exodus, which is Moses, described again the manifestation of God's presence, which we read um, in the previous chapter. Now it's again in Exodus chapter 20, verses 18 to 21. Let's read it. All the people perceived the thunder and the lightning flashes and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. When the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. Then they said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen, but let not God speak to us or we will die. Moses said to the people, Do not be afraid, for God has come in order to test you and in order that the fear of him may remain with you so that you may not sin. Verse 21. So the people stood at a distance while Moses approached the thick cloud where God was. Now you see, the author once again elaborated or described the diff the. The terrifying phenomena that happened, thunder, lightning, loud trumpet sound, mountain in smoke, and a violent earthquake. What was the reaction of the people? They trembled with fear and they stayed at a distance. They even begged Moses to speak to them himself and they will listen, but do not let God speak to them lest they will die. The concept of them staying at a distance and dying in the presence of God goes back to the idea of God's holiness. They knew that they will not be able to stand God's holiness as human beings. That's how terrified the people were upon witnessing those manifestations of God's presence. What did Moses tell the, the people? Moses said, do not fear, for God has come to test you, that the fear of him may be before you, that so that you do not sin. 
So testing here means God would like to see if they have truly understood that these people acknowledge His glory, acknowledge His holiness, and acknowledge their unworthiness to come before Him, to see His glory. That's the purpose of God. He wanted to show His power and glory for the people to fear Him and avoid sinning or keep a holy life. And indeed, they actually showed fear. The people might actually have perceived a negative kind of fear, but God is imploring a reverential fear upon the people. What did they tell Moses? Just speak to us and we will listen or we will obey. This shows that the people feared God and they realized how powerful and holy he, he is. As what I have said a while ago, God does not tolerate impurity, any single impurity in His presence. And take note, He is so powerful. He showed His power to the people to tell them that He is the true one and holy God. Therefore, they are to obey Him. He did not show His power to scare them. That's why Moses said, Do not be afraid. Do not fear. The fear that God wants to instill in the hearts of the people was for the people to obey Him so that they will not sin. They will live a holy life because He is holy. It is to stay in holiness. God's manifestation of His power and glory through those terrifying phenomena is His way of telling them that I am your one true God and I am holy. God wanted the people to fear Him by obeying Him so that they will not sin. That's why after this terrifying phenomena, God gave the Ten Commandments and several laws that will guide the Israelites to practical holiness, to make them distinct from other nations, to stay holy for their God is holy, to make them a different nation. Understanding God's holiness and power is our motivation in living a life of holiness. When we know and believe in our hearts that God is holy, that He is the one true God, it will change our perspective or mindset in obeying His commands. So just like how I feared my father when I was still young, and even until now, I still fear my father. That fear is, um, is out of reverence to my father. So that is also how, in the same way, that is also how we should fear God. Out of reverence, out of who He is, because He is holy. We fear Him, not because we are afraid of the consequences. Yes, it could be initially, but because He is holy and worthy of our obedience. Let us fear God, for He is a holy God who requires us to live a holy life. Let us pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, our holy God, we thank You for speaking to us today. We thank you for reminding us that you are the one true holy God. And as your people, we need to live a holy life to be different from others. And we need to have that fear in you to live a life of holiness. Thank you, Father God. You have given your word in order or to give us, to guide us to practical holiness. Help us, dear Lord obey you constantly and 
Thank you, Holy Spirit, for reminding us of who we are in Christ and how you see us as your children. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning and the Lord bless you.